What up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to the challenge historian where we dive deep into all things the challenge past present or future if it's happening in the challenge universe then we are here to document it i am your host and dedicated challenge historian jacob hollaball thank you so very very much for being here with me today on today's pod we are covering episodes five and six the final two for now at least episodes of the challenge untold history Three weeks, six hour long episodes later, what have we learned? What did we love? What did we kind of maybe not love or and or hate and anything in between? I've covered my thoughts on the first four episodes on two separate podcasts. So tonight we'll mainly focus on five and six, but there will be a bit, bit at the end on thoughts on, you know, the whole thing in general now that we've seen it all the way to the conclusion. Programming notes before we begin, Dual 2 Rewatch will be out Friday morning. Just recorded it today. It was a fun one to do. One of my favorite seasons that I was kind of actually a little bit surprised on Rewatch, this most recent Rewatch, what my thoughts ended up being. So check that out for sure on Friday. And then again on Monday, the Rewatch gets back to its regular day and standard schedule with the Ruins. So Dual 2 Friday, Ruins on Monday, and then next Wednesday, Big, big day. Ride or Dies premieres, and I am getting hyped. I I mean this when I say it. I truly cannot wait. I am all the way gassed up. I am buying all the hype. For those of you still trying to sell your flagship challenge stock, I am here to buy it all from you. I think it's going to be a legendary season, and I, of course, will be breaking it all down immediately after it airs every Wednesday night starting next Wednesday for the foreseeable future. So join me for that. And as for that, that's all for that. As always, hit that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss a thing. Without further ado, let's dive on into the Untold History, Episodes 5 and 6, Romance and What the Fuck All-Time Moments. Alrighty, here we go. Episodes 5 and 6, how we're going to do this, uh, because of course... You know, everything they're covering here, the same as we mentioned at times over the last couple weeks of these double episodes on Told History. Everything they're talking about, we could talk about at length, ad nauseum, forever and ever. A lot of it we have, those that have happened on the rewatch series that we've been doing all this year, and those other ones we will eventually break every single one down. So, yes, I could give you all of my feelings about Tori and Jordan on War of the Worlds 2 and thereafter, but. There, this isn't the podcast for that. We'd be breaking down dozen seasons, dozen major moments at once. We can't do that. So we're only going to talk about these episodes and what we thought of them and what we learned from them, how we're going to do it. We're going to do a first section that's just one-sentence thoughts, one-sentence takeaways from something from this episode in chronological order. These are basically just a list of my notes from watching these episodes, one sentence only for a bunch of things so that we can just get a little commentary, get a little opinion on a whole lot of stuff. And then after that, we will go into actually discussing four or five of the segments that hit the hardest over these two episodes and wrap it up with our final thoughts on just this whole documentary process in general. So, Without further ado, let's go. Again, one sentence thoughts. I'll just pause between them. I don't know how many I've got here, 12, 15, something like that, of just just shooting off some opinions about everything we just watched and how I felt about it. All right, here we go. Corey kicking off the romance episode with, quote, who doesn't love a good love story, end quote, is perfect. They have nailed it out of the gate. 
If both sides are not interviewed, then don't talk about it, a.k.a. the new Jordan Wisely rule. Veronica and Rachel, they are it. Together, apart, friends, or in any context, they are it. I love them so much. Yes, by the way, all of these are just single sentences. There's just a lot of commas. I use a lot of commas. You get how it works. Next sentence. Shout out to Knight and DM. More on them when I've got more than one sentence to say. Miz is the king of the genuine showmance, and thank goodness they recognized him for that. Frank and Jillian shower, make out, and or sex was hot as fuck there. I said it. What are you going to do about it? I said it. I said it. I meant what I said. I'm glad they made the list. America's most boring couple no more. Cam Roy are undefeated at life. Coral's I beat bitches up quote was actually the only way you could possibly start off this final episode, though. Thank you for getting that right. I and every single Challenge fan much appreciate this gesture. Yes, I'm so very sorry that they put your super cool bungee jump moment in a mini montage with the worst finalist ever quitting on X's 2. That was unnecessary on every level. Did that unseen footage somehow make it way more realistic that Veronica could have died that day? Jay's It Already Is Weird quote is a super underrated great quote that I love very, very much, and I'm thrilled it made it into this show. One day, Corey is going to throw Nelson to bachelor party, and I'm saying it right now. I'll pay any amount of money, every dollar in my bank account to be there or at least watch a live stream of it. Look, I choose Amanda over Zach 10 out of 10 times for sure, but also Amanda probably should have just let Ashley get thrown into that elimination. Holy shit, dude. The boy already's been murdered on your own show, and now you're just going to murder him over again and over again like that, over and over and over and over. All right, that's all the sentences I had. I don't know if that worked at all, but those were just a bunch of random thoughts I had going through my head. Notes that I took while watching this episode. That's that that way we covered a bunch of our bases, a bunch of the different segments. They were all wonderful. They were all enjoyable. I liked almost every single one of them, and I shouldn't even say almost. I liked every single one. But let's talk about a couple in particular, starting with the Knight and Jemmy segment absolutely beautiful it's absolutely wonderful and i i assumed they would be doing this i assumed we would get a segment or at least a mention some sort of reference in a you know allusion to night and of course i knew a hundred percent certainty we'd get the dm segment we'd already gotten dm in full force last week i assumed we would be getting it again when we got to the romance episode the night and jemmy segment Absolutely wonderful. Appreciate Jemmy speaking on this relationship. I know that couldn't be easy to talk about this stuff as you know beautifully as she did and about him as glowingly as she did. Super duper wonderful. Um, I didn't really remember the final night of X's, the the you know the thing they show with Wes and everyone else, you know, playing the game for him and doing the cha- the the scavenger hunt. I remember bits of it. I believe you know they show him getting the water balloons on him, but they they really you know it was a big big thing that I don't think we realize in the actual episode how big of a production that was and how much that meant to him and everyone there. And it just was really really cool to see that and kind of have that story to add in to you know the end of his chat 
time on the challenge and uh, just loved everything about it. Couldn't uh, couldn't have been a bigger fan. They handled it super well. Uh, you know, there's obviously a ton you could go into with that relationship with that person on this show. They stuck to all the wonderful parts of it uh, as they should have, and I'm glad they did. Wonderful, wonderful segment, which then brings us to the second time the real tearjerker. I definitely got a little teary-eyed on the night segment. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely did. I cried hard. Uh, legit cried on the CT and DM segment. You know, we had already gotten the, you know, the DM segment before. Uh, and, and it kind of felt like when we got that one, it was like, oh, obviously there's going to be more because they did not hit this nearly as hard as I feel like they're going to hit this. And then we find out this episode is going to be about romance. And of course, there we go. CT and DM. I thought it was going to get the hammer spot in the episode. It does not. It goes kind of right in the middle. It does get the, you know, the illusion at the beginning. We get to see them ask CT about DM and then it cuts to the opening credits. And we know that's coming up later. We're on the edge of our seat. We're waiting for that. They focused on the good, on the growth. They show literally only one single clip of the bad, kind of the quote-unquote bad of him, you know, uh, saying some stuff to her, and then they go right on back to, and then things got better between them. That's how it should be. They have both, they both earned that, um, and, you know, for those that want the full, full story, though, full roller coaster, the ups, the downs, everything in between, just rewatch all the seasons. They're all available out there for you to rewatch. I'm doing it right now. You can do it right along with me. And so they focused on the exact things that they needed to. Uh, loved everything about that. And then it just gets super duper, you know, tugging on the heartstrings, uh, tearing up, welling up to, towards the end when they talk about her going back on, you know, X's two, having to leave. Uh, him leaving with her and then, you know, into the final conversations about her. They play that final confessional of hers. And, you know, uh, Danny Wasco, uh, says how, when he, when he saw that confessional, he knew after her passing, that had to be the last, you know, the last thing they put of her in the challenge had to be that moment, that quote, her talking about that topic. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Then it's beautiful now. And then of course we get to them, asking ct if he's got anything to say and and he can't really bring himself to do it the only he, he comes around he can say you know she was gone too soon he you know mutters kind of what is there to say what can i actually say a couple times and then says she was gone too soon that ends the interview uh you know had me well beyond choked up the shot of him not being able to respond to the question overlaid with the wedding style daily challenge that he and CT won on X's one and where TJ says you can now kiss the bride. Wow. That, that hits really hard. That, uh, that, that's tough, uh, tough to watch tough to even now, like a, an hour later, think about it again. Uh, I don't know if I, it was unbelievably done, unbelievably well edited. I don't know if I want to watch that part again, uh, at all. We all miss DM. They did right by her with this segment, with the multiple segments on her over the course of this six episodes. Uh, thought everything about it. it was absolutely beautiful and deserved. The Veronica Julie Harness segment, moving into the second episode of the night, episode six. This one was the, the best unseen footage, I think, of the tonight, the third night of these two episodes. It definitely makes it seem way more like this was like a legit, seriously sketchy, someone could have died here moment. Obviously, that's the feeling we all get watching it 
in the show. We've talked about it ad nauseum ever since it happened. It's one of the most flashbulb, iconic moments in challenge history. But I think all of us, you know, in our heart of hearts are like, there was nothing, actually, no one was actually in danger. Of course, it's absolutely terrifying. If you're out there, you don't think that. You think you're about to die. Full on, we totally understand Veronica feeling that way, everyone reacting the way they did. But we have this idea at home, especially watching it years later and the safety standards being way different of like, nothing was ever actually in play. And this unseen footage and the way they're talking about it, uh, in that footage and some of the producers in the interviews here make it seem way, way, way more like maybe this was legit sketchy, like legit, like people got really nervous that they were about to have someone die on their watch, that they were about, that this horrific, tragic accident was about to happen, um, which makes a little sense that they wouldn't in the moment want to admit that it was as sketchy as it maybe was. That's called liability. Um, but 15 years later, maybe there's no problem or maybe they're just willing to you know, try to play it up as much as they can because it's such an epic, memorable flashbulb moment. I don't know, but I was really sketched out watching it and I've always you know, kind of thought like, yeah, I totally understand why Veronica thought she was going to die. No one no one would react any differently uh, or any more calmly than she did in that situation. But I've always been like, eh, but they were fine. No one was ever at risk here. After watching this, I'm kind of like, I feel like her life was legit at risk. Like, was real close to being a real, real nasty situation. But then, also, they got Julie just for this bit. They got Julie to come in and do the interview. I get it. They've been filming Homecoming with her probably around similar time frame. She's very much in this world because of the Homecoming episode. But they got Julie to sit down just to interview her just for this segment, which begs the question, why could they have not done that for way more people, aka Car Maria, among many others, but definitely her. But I was glad they at least got Julie. Julie went off. Holy cow. She comes in forceful. <laughs> the uh, I had never heard the uh, murdering Mormon, Mormon murderer, whatever she said, the nickname that went up for her. I actually hadn't heard that one, but it's a uh, hilarious uh, nickname. And she comes in fire and stands her ground. Uh, I don't know how I feel totally about that. You would maybe like to see her be like, yeah, I don't think I did anything wrong in the moment, but also I feel horrible about it after the fact because obviously that was scary as hell for Veronica. She doesn't. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I do know that I'm glad Cyrus sticks up for her a bit in this moment as he did in the actual moment of like, you know, and I'm glad they, they show and Veronica even alludes to like Julie's teammates gassed her up to be like, you have to get her down. That is the only way we can win. And she's a competitor. She's going to do that. So I'm glad it was a, a pretty accurate telling of this story. And I'm glad Julie was there to speak on it. I just wish if they could get her for one little segment, one little qu couple questions. Why couldn't they get a lot of different people for a lot of different segments? I digress. The final one I want to talk about is the Ashley Hunter stealing the money. The final thing they get to. And I just feel like they do Hunter really, really dirty with this one. I can't. Like, he's probably watching this. Why would he not watch this? He was a part of this show. Uh, and uh, even if he doesn't watch it, he's probably going to get blown up on social media about this. And if any of you are listening and thinking about tagging him in something on social media regarding this clip don't leave the man be he already got as they say murdered on live television when five hundred thousand dollars was taken from him by his partner now why this bothers me a lot uh is that yes uh you know if if 
I, I would have shared the money first and foremost. I like to think I would have shared the money. I don't know that for sure. None of us know that for sure in the moment. Um, I think both Bananas and Ashley both shouldn't have stolen the money from their partners. I feel slightly differently about them because of the context and who their partners were and how they got there and what their partner's life was outside of the game, all of that. We're not even going to talk about all that. But they, they just do him so dirty with this. He won her that final, flat out. She did her part. He did his part, but then when it came down to it, the thing, the single thing that won them that final was the eating portion, which we get in the unseen footage. They don't actually put in the real show, but then we see in the unseen footage here, him saying the eating part that saved us dozens of minutes. Like that is what won us it. And I did all of it. I did so much more than everyone else on any of the teams combined. And he's completely right. Go back and watch that. He he just absolutely destroys the eating portion and that single-handedly wins the whole thing for them everything else is pretty even across the board everyone across the board and for that alone i don't the points don't add up you know individual points in that moment i'm going way too far down a rabbit hole he got screwed in that moment yes he treated her like shit all season long he said absolutely horrible things so did she there was complete dysfunction between those two from the moment they met to that moment and beyond it sucks uh that she took the money it is what it is but the way they do frame this segment and just have show him crying and crying and crying and talking about, you know, and just them being able to hear him yelling, you know, production behind the screen where they're not supposed to be able to learn what happens for, you know, for secret purposes or whatever. It's just like you're just kicking this man so hard when he's already down. Like, show the moment. It's a big moment, of course. I expected to see this. I expected to see Bananas and Sarah, which we barely get any of, but we do at least get TJ saying, obviously, when Johnny did it, it was disgusting. So thank you in making sure we're, we we treat them both equally to, to some respect here. But I just felt horrible for Hunter that I'm sure he's out watching. So if by some chance he is also listening to this uh i'm with you buddy you you deserve some of that money for sure uh and i still feel that way to this day and they did you dirty with this they didn't have to do it like this and uh they went in extra extra hard so that's everything about these these episodes in particular as for final thoughts on the documentary as a whole as i said last week it doesn't it's not really a documentary. It was. It's more of a celebration, so to speak, uh, of the show. Um, there is behind-the-scenes stuff. That's cool. That's great. And again, I love everything about it. I'm just trying to be be specific with the words used and exactly what category I would put it in. Loved it from start to finish. Would watch 25 more episodes tomorrow and 25 more the next day. No problem. Loved it, loved it, loved it. It just didn't feel like a real documentary. I didn't think it would be going in. I thought it would be more of this, you know, we're making it ourselves. It's a celebration, a retelling. There'll be some little behind the scenes things, but only what we want to show. And as much as I loved this, I am left wanting the real making of doc by outside people, interviewing inside people. I want to know you know, how they handle and think about things like casting or fighting or alcohol in the house or designing the games, the real ins and outs of making this show, creating this show. I want that documentary. I want to know some juicy on the fly decisions made behind the scenes. This, if I if I could put a, a better name on this than the challenge documentary, I know that's not what it's called, but that's what it's been referred to over and over. This felt like 
the reunion show for the entire Challenge franchise. That would, that's what it felt like. It felt like a reunion show and a shit they should have shown type of reunion show for literally the entire franchise at whole. And again, that's great. I loved it. I just also want that other thing, and I'm not sure they will ever be willing to do that other thing. My final plea, I said it both weeks. I'm going to say it again. I'm here. I'm available. I will happily help produce, storyboard out, put together weekly YouTube videos about the history of this show. I plan to do that on my own in the future, but it'd be way easier. Just bring me in. I can tell you the stories that we should be telling. You've got all the footage. You've got access to all the people we need to talk to. Let's put it together because this six episodes could so easily be just, you know, they're each like six, seven segments. Each one could be its own segment. You could come out every week. I mean, the, the the topics go on forever. The romance show could be 20 hours long. Like, seriously, 20 hours long. The rivals show could be 20 hours long. Seriously, easily 20 hours. The evolution of the game, that would be at least 10 hours worth. The major twists, what the fuck moments, that could be 20 hours long, on and on and on. They could do this forever, a, 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 you know, an episode or a, a segment a week, um, you know, batching a bunch of these interviews, splicing them where you need to do it. But uh, I, I just, I loved everything about this. I want more and more and more of it. That's why I want to make some of the content I want to make about this show, but they are the ones in the driver's seat with the people, with the cameras, with the, with the access to the footage, with, with everything you need, all the resources. And I'm glad that they have stepped out and they have done this. I am happy that they made it. I had a fantastic time watching it and I thank every single person who has ever been involved with this beautiful show that I, and I know you listening, love so much. It's absolutely the best. If they give me 38 more seasons of the challenge, I am watching 38 more seasons of the challenge and probably podcasting about them too. That's it. Those are the final thoughts. Thank you for listening, y'all. I'll be back on Friday with the Dual 2 Rewatch. Until then, peace.